Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flyers Forecast. I am your host, Steve Jaco, here to talk to you about the upcoming Flyers week ahead for the week of October 25th. Halloween's hitting, and the scariest thing of all, Flyers After Dark is upon us. And, you know, it's, it's, it's West Coast trip time, West Coast Canadian trip time, which is... It's nice to see other teams. You know, it's very nice to see other teams. We're not just in the same division this year. But man, you're just getting that momentum. They played some good hockey games, and now they've got to go on the West Coast. We've got to go see games at 10 p.m. at night. And things get goofy. That's why we call it Flyers After Dark. You're exhausted the next day. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. But it's going to happen. And it all starts Wednesday, the 27th. That's right, a couple more days. I guess one more day, so I'm putting this out Tuesday. So, uh, Regardless, they are playing at Edmonton, at the Edmonton Oilers. 10 p.m. game, that's on TNT, Sportsnet 360, Sportsnet 1, and TVAS. Oof, Oilers, always a rough ride right there. Thursday, the 28th, at Vancouver. Back-to-backs after three days off. Okay, great scheduling. Good Lord. 10 p.m. game Eastern. That's on Sportsnet and NBC Sports Philadelphia, probably on ESPN Plus for you out-of-market folks. Finally, Saturday the 30th, when you're probably at a Halloween party, probably not paying attention to the Flyers, but who knows? Maybe you're just not, you know, I'm not judging. Whatever you're doing with your Saturday night, if you're enjoying the Philadelphia Flyers at 10 p.m., great. I love you. Party on guard. At the Calgary Flames, 10 p.m., that's on SN360, SN1, City? Okay, sure. TVAS and NBC Sports Philadelphia. And again, likely on ESPN Plus for you out-of-town folks. You out-of-market folks. You wonderful out-of-market folks. As for your Philadelphia Flyers, they are 2-1-1 currently. Five points, dead last in the Metro. Time to panic. I, I just, this team is unforgivable, they're a mess, they're awful. No, it's uh, it's only been four games, and the, most of the rest of the division has played a bunch already. And also, I think the Flyers look good so far. I think uh, we're, we're mostly excited about them. Uh, the Panthers game probably could have gone a little better, but having Ryan Elch really would have helped there, but you know, it is what it is. And uh, hey, five points, not too shabby. Top scorers, players of note so far. Joel Farabee leading the way with six points, three goals, three assists. Joel Farabee, oh God, not the bees, likes to keep it nice and even keeled there. Cam Atkinson, five points, four goals, one assist. Mr. Shoot himself. Cam Atkinson, my God, I am loving this guy so far. Just shoot first, reckless abandon, fantastic. Derek Brassard, Derek Brassard, five points, one goal, four assists. I, I'm as shocked as you are. Sean Couturier, Coots, five points, one goal, four assists. So Broussard and Coots, basically the same quality player. You know, you can't tell me otherwise. Finally, we have Keith Yandel, five points, five assists. Keith Yandel just dishing out those apples left and right. I guess that's in the Halloween spirit, the candied apples right there. That's a bad joke, I'm sorry. Dad mode right here. Flyers defenseman, I think we all know who the top two dogs are on the Flyers. It's Ivan Provorov and Ryan Ellis. They're both averaging around 25. Oh, uh, Ivan Provorov averaging 25 minutes and 33 seconds a night. And Ryan Ellis, just a little under 25. He's about 24 minutes right now. So that's your... We all know the Flyers' key defensemen are, okay? This is more for the other teams. But I, you know, I, I like to fill these notes out evenly, folks. Goaltending-wise, Carter Hart, 1-1-1. One, 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 914 save percentage, 264 GAA. 
Carter Hart, you know, he's 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 been okay so far. And, I mean, these numbers are certainly better than last season. So if the numbers stay about where they are, I think the Flyers will be just fine. I expect Martin Jones will get a start in either the Edmonton or Vancouver game since they're back-to-back. I'm expecting Vancouver, but we'll certainly see. But in that one game, Martin Jones played pretty, pretty, pretty okay. Did not, not too shabby. 9.25 save percentage, 3 GAA. Injuries. Flyers have a few key ones still. Kevin Hayes still on the IR with his abdomen. Poor guy. Hopefully he gets back soon. Wade Allison still got that sprained ankle. Who knows what's going on with that. Samuel Morin. Samuel, as I like to call him. Slamuel on the IR with a knee injury still. Moving on to the Edmonton Oilers. This is a red hot team, folks. I am not looking forward to facing them. Two of the best scorers in the NHL. Not fun. They are 5-0-0, 10 points, first in the Pacific. It's just a rough team, and they're a rough team because they have the best player in the NHL, and I will fight you if you try to say otherwise. Connor McDavid, 13 points, 6 goals, 7 assists. That's right, you heard that right, 13 points already for Connor McDavid. Leon Dreisaitl, also not too shabby, 11 points, 4 goals, 7 assists. Jesse Pugliarvi, 8 points, 2 goals, 6 assists. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, seven points, all assists, all all assists for Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and who can blame him when you're dishing out to Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Oof. Zach Hyman rounding out the top five with six points, five goals, and one assist. Defenseman-wise, Darnell Nurse gets the share of the time on ice. He's averaging 27-37 right now. That's a lot of minutes. That's even more than Provorov. And he's just, he's earning every penny of that big contract he just signed. Donovan McNabb's nephew out there, not puking and <laughs> skating on the ice. I just, that's a cheap shot even for me. I, I, you know, I was a McNabb supporter back in the day and I'm even making the puking jokes now. That's, that's where we are as a society, folks. Evan Bouchard averaging about 2015 and Cody Cece, Tyson Barry and Duncan Keith are all around the same. It's, Darnell Nurse, and then everybody else. Those are your really notable defensemen. And I guess it's just Nurse. That's the one to think about. Goaltending for the Edmonton Oilers, you have Miko Koskinen, who's 3-0-0 with a 9.43 save percentage and a 2.03 GAA. Woo! That is a nice number so far. Mike Smith. Mike Smith? Still around? Wow. Oh, wow. 2-0-0, 9.20 save percentage, 3.08. GAA. Mike Smith feels like he is 100 years old, but he is here. He's probably the same age as me. Good Lord. Injuries for the Oilers. You have Mike Smith, who's got a terrible case of the LBIs right now. Lower body injury. He is uh, day-to-day right now, I believe. Oh, no. He's on the IR. Never mind. (laughs) I just contradicted myself. Dylan Holloway, undisclosed. He doesn't want to say, folks. Josh Archibald, myocarditis. That's, uh, That's as close as I am to pronouncing that right. Alex Stalock, Hart, Oscar Clefbaum, shoulder, and Dimitri Samur. I'm not saying it. I'm, I refuse to say it. That guy's got a fractured jaw. He can't even say his own name. Oh, that's a cheap shot. That's a cheap shot, folks. I'm not here to do cheap shots. Or am I? On to your Vancouver Canuckleheads. The Vancouver Canucks, 3-2-1, 7 points. They're fourth in the Pacific. They beat the Flyers in the opener, 5-4 in a shootout. You might remember that game. And... They, they really just had one great period in that game. Well, they're pretty good in overtime, too, but they didn't did not score before the shootout. But it was a 
good back and forth. I'm expecting another good game between these two teams. Top five scorers, Connor Garland leading the way, eight points, three goals, five assists. JT Miller has eight points as well, one goal and seven assists. Bo Horvat, four points, three goals, one assist. Quinn Hughes, four points, one goal, three assists. And then you got a bunch of guys with three points. Tanner Pearson, Elias Pedersen, who, I know the Flyers should draft him, okay? If we could get, fire up the time machine, okay? And go back and scream in Ron Hextall's face, Nolan Patrick's not going to work out, Ron! We would do it, but we can't. We can't, that's the world we're living in. And we have Ryan Ellis, so let's just calm down. Nils Hoglander has three points as well. And defenseman-wise, Quinn Hughes really is your, your beast on that defense. He's averaging 25-29. And Oliver ekman Larson. it just feels weird to say he's a Canuck. 24-33 average time on ice for him. Goaltending for your Canucks, Thatcher Demko, 3-1-1. One one. I still don't believe that's a real name. Thatcher? Thatcher? Come on. Come on. 9-24 save percentage, 2-5-3 GAA. And you also have Yaroslav Halak, the former Bruin, is now playing with the Canucks. He's 0-1-0 with a 900 save percentage and a 208 GAA. Injuries. Guillaume Brisois. He's got undisclosed on the IR. Brady Keeper. Fractured leg on the IR. Oof. Tyler Mott. UBI IR. Upper body injury for Tyler Mott there. Michael Furland. Concussion on the IR, and Brandon Sutter, IR with an illness. That brings us to the Calgary Flames, who are 3-1-1, one, one, seven points third in the Pacific, and the team I had to update tonight because they beat the pants off of the New York Rangers. Yeah, I hate to see it. You just hate to see it. Top scorers, Elias Lindholm has seven points, six goals, one assist. Johnny Gaudreau, Johnny Hockey, you may have heard of him. You may have heard he's local. Wow. And you're going to hear it about 45 times during the broadcast on Saturday night. Oh, wow. Seven points, all assists for Johnny Gaudreau. Andrew Mangiapane, five points, all goals for him. Rasmus Anderson, three points, all assists. And Dylan Dupe, three points, three assists. And this is like an assembly line offense here where there's just guys that are concentrating on all the goal scoring and guys that are just concentrating on dishing out the assists. That's, that's how the flames work. As far as defensemen go, Rasmus Anderson is averaging 23-53 a night. Noah Hannafin, 21-41. And just behind Hannafin is Chris Tanev with 21-03. Goaltending, Jacob Markstrom is 2-1-1 with a 9.34 save percentage, 198 GAA, and one shutout. Very good numbers for Jacob Mark Markstrom early. And Daniel Vladar, who I just cannot help but think of Darth Vader when I see that name. I just can't help it. 1-0-0 with an 8.80 save percentage and a 2.86 GAA. Injuries. Michael Stone day-to-day -day on COVID protocol. Johannes Kinval, IR undisclosed. Brad Richardson's day-to-day -day with an LBI, lower body injury. And Connor Zary, IR, fractured ankle. And I said end, but I didn't mean it. Tyler Parsons is your last one. IR with an ankle injury. Finally, that brings us to the players of the week. Last week, I picked Joel Farabee and Ryan Ellis, and I did pretty darn good, folks. Joel Farabee, four points in three games, two goals, two assists. Oh God, not the bees. Was awesome last week. Ryan Ellis looked damn good. Unfortunately, he missed the Saturday game against the Panthers, and it's just a shame because they really needed him in that one. I mean, obviously, you want the guy healthy and playing because he's fantastic when he plays. He had two points in the two games. He played one goal, one assist. So I am claiming victory on both of these players of the week. It's, uh, 
That's what I do. I claim victory at any margin I can. As for this week, I'm going, going to offensive guys. Sorry to the defensive guys, but I'm feeling offensive guys. I'm feeling Claude Giroux, who has been... I think Claude Giroux looked really good so far, and he's been shooting a bunch, and he's just outside of that top five in scoring right now. Keith Yandel's just, you know, he's just been too smooth, silky smooth on the power play with that offense, but I'm feeling like Claude Giroux's going to have a big week, and I think uh, JVR is going to start clicking. I'm you know, starting to see a little bit more out of JVR. I think maybe JVR pots a couple this week, and I, I'm, I'm very much hoping so because they're going to need a lot of goals against these opponents, especially against the Oilers. I mean... You can really just hope to contain McDavid and Dreisaitl. You can't really stop them. You just can't. That's just, they're too good. They're too damn good. All right, folks, that's all we have for you on the Flyers forecast. Enjoy your Flyers After Dark in the upcoming week. Make sure you are listening to all of our great podcast offerings on Broad Street Hockey. I do fly perbly. You have BSH Radio. You have Checking Out the Competition with Kelly Hinkle. You have Bill Matz's Excellent Post Games. And... So much tangy tent for you people. If you have any feedback, the best place is on Twitter. You can reach me at Estebaum or at Flyperbole. If it's for hockey purposes, I would recommend following Flyperbole of the two of those. Follow BSH Radio. Follow Broad Street Hockey. There's a Flyperbole Instagram. There is BSH on TikTok. Again, I know nothing about TikTok. Listen to the latest Flyperbole to find out just how little I know about TikTok. But I know it's a thing that's there, and I know Steph runs a Broad Street Hockey one. So... Go check that out. Folks, thanks so much for listening. And until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey.